Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Where's that coming from? I I think any team would be very lucky to have Trevor Bauer. And we'll be right back with more fantasy sports today. Hour number two, if you're listening live or if you're listening on demand, this is FNTSY Radio, Craig Mish, Fantasy Sports Today. Join the experts live on the air every day by calling in at 844-843-6879 to join the Fantasy Sports Network. Sports Radio Network. News update. Some rough news out of Giants camp in the NFL. New York announced that Corey Coleman, wide receiver, has torn his ACL. He'll obviously be out for the season. This comes on top of news from Thursday that Sterling Shepard has a broken thumb. At Houston Texans training camp, they've activated DeAndre Hopkins from the active PUP list. Just a four-day stint for Hopkins, who was apparently nursing a minor ankle issue, had surgery over the winter. And the Miami Dolphins have signed free agent wide receiver Alan Hearns on a one-year deal. In Major League Baseball, some trade rumors. The Padres and White Sox have apparently been scouting Nomar Mazzara of the Rangers. The Brewers are showing interest in Robbie Ray. And the Twins and Mets have talked a Noah Syndergaard trade, though nothing is imminent. The New York Yankees have activated outfielder Cameron Mabin from the 10-day injured list. I'm Dan Straffer, and this has been your Fantasy Sports Radio Network News Update. Stay tuned to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network for more updates at the top of every hour. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. It is hour number two of our little Fantasy Sports Today show here. In case you missed hour number one, we'll go back and post that for you on demand. Coming up in this hour of the show, we'll dive more into what Troy Tulowitzki did for fantasy baseball as he retired. I get a little nostalgic when I hear about former first-round picks. Also, Frank Stample is going to join us here on the show coming up in about 10 We'll dive into some fantasy football as uh, Sean had a couple of good guests on his show over the past week. Matt Sells will join us as well. Dive in baseball, football, everything that you could possibly want in a fantasy show. You got it here. Fantasy Sports Today, hour number two starts now. I'd like to talk a little bit about sports. Fantasy Sports Today. Well hit, double Time for hour number two of Fantasy Sports Today. I'm Craig Mish. It is Friday, July 26th, 2019. And it's almost time for the weekend. Can't wait to get to it. We got some uh, big baseball news coming up, of course, in the next week. We got a trade deadline to talk about. We got NFL training camps opening. We got injuries. We got holdouts. Can't imagine uh, doing a fantasy football draft right now. Monday, the Raz Bowl starts. I'm going to have to actually draft my first fantasy football draft on Monday. Thank goodness it's a best ball league. Basically, I I, I think that I will be committed to... Uh, let me see. I think I will be committed to one, two... Uh, I'm going to say four fantasy football leagues. Is that a lot? Uh, I think four. Um. 
and I'll tell you a little bit about them. I'm going to do the Raz Bowl, but I don't have to manage that, so that's one. I have my Dynasty League. That's two. I have my home league where the entry fee is significant. Uh, I don't know. Is significant in the hundreds anymore? Is that even significant? So that's three. Uh, and then I will be, I think, in, and I can't get into too many details because it's kind of a secret, but I think that I will be in two uh, fantasy football major league baseball leagues this year. How about that? I think I'll be in two. Uh, meaning two teams, major league teams. One you can guess. <laughs> one you guys know. One is easy to guess. And then I'll be in another one, I think. I'm pretty sure. So uh, both, I'll give you a hint. Two NL East fantasy football leagues <laughs> this year I think I'm going to be in. And if you know me enough and you can you know, read through the tea leaves enough, but I got to get the official invites. I don't have my official invite for either league yet. Now, last year, to give you an idea, the uh, I was the co-manager of one of the leagues in Major League Baseball, but it was a fantasy football league, and we won the whole thing. We won the team. Imagine my feeling when we won the entire league last year, and that was a big day for me. <laughs> that was significant. We we picked McCaffrey, we picked uh, Julio Jones. We were just destroying the waiver wire all year long, and uh, we just we slaughtered the company. We we started off two and four, and ended up coming back to win. And you can imagine how much fake money was uh, was distributed in a fantasy football league that has baseball guys in it. Not real money, all fake, all for entertainment purposes only. And we ended up winning. So, of course, I'm going to be back to uh, to hopefully help out again in that. But I digress. This is a baseball show. We don't do football yet here on the show. This is a baseball show. Troy Tulowitzki retired yesterday. 13 seasons. First-round fantasy baseball pick. How many times did you draft Troy Tulowitzki in your fantasy baseball league and he let you down, right? He's Gronkowski, right, pretty much? Uh, I went back and looked. Uh, Tulowitzki's ADP in his best years, he was a first-round pick. Definitely two times. He was a fringe first-round pick three times. So in 12-team fantasy leagues, he was uh, Troy Tulowitzki was a first-round pick twice, maybe three times. In an NL-only format, that was a snake draft. He was a first-round pick and top-five pick three different times. The problem was with Tulo, he could never stay healthy. 30 home runs, 105 runs driven in, nine stolen bases, 372 on base, that was his 2011 season. Believe it or not, guys, that was his best season. I'm not taking anything away from it, but I look at this day and age now, even with guys at Coors. The Minnesota Twins are going to have five guys with 30 home runs this year. The ball's different, but even at altitude, the problem always was with Tulo is, and I think that he was putting together a phenomenal season when he got hurt and missed uh, you know, the second half of one year too, but it, it was just the injuries with him. And then... Check out this trade in baseball. Troy Tulowitzki was traded to the Toronto Blue Jays, where at the time it was a blockbuster deal for Toronto. It actually worked out better for Colorado, giving him away. He was traded for – because when they traded him, remember they called up Trevor Story. Trevor Story turns out to be one of the best shortstops in both reality and fantasy in the game. He was traded for Jose Reyes, who did nothing for Colorado, right? One year and then suspension, then done. 
So and and Jeff Hoffman, who's been nothing. Toronto traded Jeff Hoffman to him. So I would say, um, the bottom line for me is I don't think there's any question that Tulowitzki over a three or four year period was a fantasy star. But he will leave the game as he's leaving now, unfortunately, as a disappointment. Very sad. Very, very sad. Could have been great. Could have been Derek Jeter. Could have been Miguel Tejada. Could have been Nomar. Eh, Nomar was a little disappointing, too. Could have been A-Rod. And ends up only having basically a three-year shelf life in uh, in reality and fantasy. Sad. All right, so that's... Uh, our first segment. We got another segment coming up. I'm very excited because Fantasy BFS is coming your way on the Fantasy Sports Network TV side. And to get a little preview of that, we're going to bring in Frank Stample. He's coming up next. He's very in tune to what's happening in fantasy baseball and fantasy uh, football and, and has some strong opinions, I think, in uh, on the New York teams too, Mets and Yankees. So we'll bring him in next. We'll do the MLB slate. I'll give you some streaming options for the weekend. Then we'll hit on... Some baseball and football with the salesman, Matt Sells, will join us as well. You're listening to Fantasy Sports Today. I'm Craig Mish. Don't go away. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round. We never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all? Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. 
Lose weight now. Go to fat100.com. Lose that unwanted belly fat today and get free information at fat100.com. Fit in the dress or pants or bathing suits you've always wanted to. Go to fat100.com. Lose 10, 20, or more pounds immediately. Go to fat100.com. For free information on how you can lose weight, go to fat100.com. Fat100.com. That's fat100.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you here on the show. As we bring in Frank Stamfel, his show Fantasy BFFs coming up in a little bit on the TV side with Greg Sussman. And I uh, want to get Frank's thoughts here on Noah Syndergaard specifically. We'll touch on some other things. But, uh, Frank, thank you for coming on the show once again. It's great to talk to you. How's everything going? It's going well, Craig. Thanks for having me. Happy Friday, man. What's going on? How's everything? De- definitely well. What, what, what do you, you have big weekend plans in the city this weekend? What, what's going on with you? What, what do you got going on? I'm so I take part in a dodgeball league, and tonight we are having a midsummer soiree where we're gonna get dressed up and uh, go out to an open bar. So yeah, looking forward to it. It's gonna be fun. Well, would you be a first round? Would you be a first overall pick in a dodgeball league? Where would you rank yourself? I would be a first round pick. I don't know that I would be the first overall pick if I'm you know tooting my own horn. I'm I'm a solid okay. dodgeball player. And now, are are the FNTSY guys involved in this too, or is it just you in, as individually, separately from? No, nah, there's nobody people? else from the uh, from FNTSY here. It's just me and my fiance and her brother and his fiance. So it's a it's a nice little couples activity okay. that we well, that we joined. I up did with. not know you were engaged. When are you getting married? July of 2021. So a little so a little less a than year. two years from now. Okay, how was Sussman's bachelor party, by the way, down in uh, down here in Florida? You know, I, I knew that there was no water in Fort Lauderdale when he was here. I hope everything worked out for him. Yeah, the poor guy. Uh, he went to Fort Lauderdale. He ended up with uh, no water. I think he lost power at some point as well. You know, I wasn't. Uh, unfortunately, you know, we're supposed to be BFS, but uh, I wasn't. I wasn't invited to the bachelor party. So, wow. Oh. Uh, you know, mm. I, I just had to uh, hear all the stories about it. Okay. Well. Well. Neither was I. Yeah. What happened was my daughter Frank was in a camp in Fort Lauderdale when the water main broke and we had to go pick her up uh, from camp last Friday. And then I had heard that Greg was in town and I thought to myself, yikes, I hope that that didn't happen to him. So I'll, I'll have to reach out to Greg to find out individually. Well, speaking of water main breaking, it has been the case with the Mets, Frank, as you know, it's been another one of those years that did not work out for them. And of course the hot rumors are about trades for Noah Syndergaard. I saw you mention it briefly on Twitter and if you wouldn't mind a little bit of uh, the drama and soliloquy here on Syndergaard, what do you think happens? What what do you think should happen? You obviously have followed his career and his fantasy career. We've all owned him at one time in some league. Where do you stand here on these rumors with Syndergaard? Yeah, I think the Mets should look into uh, moving him. Obviously, all the rumors that we're hearing about him right now. Look, if they trade him, I think that they need to get major league talent that is ready to play right now or near ready to play because you don't want to waste, you know, Jacob DeGrom's best years right now. Obviously, they signed him to the extension before the season, but 
You know, they want to they want to compete as long as they have DeGrom under contract and he's not going anywhere. I just think that Noah Syndergaard needs a change of scenery. You know, we've all been burned by him at, at some capacity uh, for fantasy baseball purposes, whether it's because of injury or this year, it's because of performance. It's just crazy to me because you look at the, the, the way that the guy is built, the way that he pitches, you know, the near 100-mile-per-hour fastball, 90-mile-per-hour slider. It, it seems like he has all the tools, but it's just something going on between the ears when it comes to Noah Syndergaard it's just I feel like it's mental and honestly I thought Mickey Calloway coming over to be the uh, the manager of the Mets was going to help him because you know we saw all the success that Mickey Calloway had in Cleveland and helping develop those starting pitchers there and I thought that that would be good for Syndergaard Syndergaard struck me as a guy who was a thrower that needed to learn how to pitch and he still hasn't necessarily learned how to pitch so I, it wouldn't surprise me if the uh, if the Mets completely messed this situation up in terms of trying to trade him, but I think that they should. I think that he needs a change of scenery. I think it would you know be uh, beneficial to both teams. And if they do trade him, I think that they should look for near MLB ready talent or, or you know players that have already had success at the major league level. You know I threw out a trade last night, Miguel Andujar and Clint Frazier. It might take a little bit more than that. To to uh, to get him uh, in pinstripes across across town with the New York Yankees, yeah. but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I think that the Mets should look into uh, should look into trading him. I think I think that they ultimately make a deal here. Yeah, I, I do too, Frank. I, I think that you reach a point with a player, and I think that it, it's very fair, by the way, on the Mets end to think that yikes, we're going to trade this guy, and he's going to be so much better somewhere else. Like I, I think that probably could end up being the case. But you've had your opportunities here over the last six years to make this guy into the guy that we thought that he should be, and it didn't happen. So, And he also has some injury issues, too. There's been some strange stuff that's happened to him with his fingers and then uh, the foot and mouth. He's had some weird stuff for sure. We're joined by Frank Stample, Fantasy BFFs, coming your way in a little while from now. Uh, I'll ask you this about uh, baseball, then we'll move over to football. Frank, is, is in your fantasy baseball team, is there a trade that you need to happen in reality that would help you in fantasy in the next week or so with all the leagues that you're playing in. Is there anything in particular that you're rooting for? I, I see a couple of my teams with saves and maybe some steals, but how are you seeing the deadline? Is there anything individually that needs to happen for you? Craig, I would love, love, love if Zach Wheeler were traded to the Houston Astros. The Houston Astros, everything that they touch turns to gold, specifically when it comes to starting pitching. Look what they did with Garrett Cole, Justin Verlander. Even Wade Miley this year is having an amazing season for the Houston Astros. So we keep hearing a lot of rumors about all these Mets starting pitchers, Syndergaard and Zach Wheeler. Uh, I think Zach Wheeler obviously much more likely to be traded because he uh, he's in a contract year right now. So it's a rental piece, but I have a lot of shares of Zach Wheeler. I looked at what he did last year down the stretch over that second half, and I really, really thought that he was going to build off of that and put together a monster season this year. But it hasn't worked out. 4.69 ERA, 1.28 whip. Again, I think he has all the talent in the world, much like Noah Syndergaard. I mean, he throws extremely hard. He's got that, you know, he's got wipe wipeout breaking stuff. I think if he ended up with a team like the Houston Astros, uh, they would be able to get the most out of him. So I'm really rooting for Zach Wheeler uh, to be traded here, hopefully to the Houston Astros. Everything they touch just turns to gold, Craig. We're joined by Frank Stample. He's right, 100%. Um, I mean, it's, imagine Syndergaard in Houston, man. Like, I mean, either of those two guys. You're, and I just talked about this. Charlie Morton, Wade freaking Miley this year is good. Garrett Cole, one of the best pitchers in the AL, 200 strikeouts. 
Uh, Frank, I think you hit it on the head without a doubt. Okay, a um, couple more for you, and I want to ask you what's going on the show today. Before I do that, what is your divide as somebody who hosts fantasy shows now, analyst, community, expert, however we call ourselves these days, I'm not even sure. What is your divide in, in your job? I, I know on the show you guys have predominantly moved over to football, but part of your job is trying to win fantasy baseball leagues too. So, so how do you divide that time up right now? Because I know we're about to hit August. So how do you, how do you manage that? Yeah, this, I think it's a great question, and it's something that I ask people when I have them on the show as well. I was just asking Matt Modica about this last week. You know, Modica, very invested in fantasy baseball uh, monetarily as well. He plays in all these high-stakes leagues, and, and so am I. So I would say as of now, it's probably it's close to a 50-50 split in terms of everything that you're reading about training camp stuff and getting and prepping for your fantasy football drafts. But you can't forget about baseball. I mean, there's so many little things that can fall through the cracks in terms of players getting hurt and, you know, new players getting opportunities. And especially once we get into like September call-ups, I would say it's probably a 60-40 split right now. 60 being, you know, me prepping for fantasy football right now and trying to catch up. You know, when we play all these different fantasy sports, there's a lot of guys that just focus on football all year round. And then there's other people that just focus on baseball all year round. So, you know, I try to do both. I try to do football. I try to do baseball. I try to do fantasy basketball as well. And, you know, you have to catch up to where all these all these other analysts are at right now in terms of uh, in terms of fantasy football. So I would probably set it at a uh, at a 60-40 split, 60% being fantasy football, just reading everything, getting caught up, looking at everything that happened last year, uh, and then 40% being fantasy baseball, just trying to keep up with the box scores, everything that's going on, you know, try and watch the games as much as possible. This is a really, really tough time of year, Craig. I'm sure you know all about it. Yeah, and, and I'm you know now starting to move into football here, and I, I know the deadline for me next week, Frank, is just huge and huge for everyone in our community that's still hanging on to baseball and trying to win leagues. Uh, okay, so before you go, what's coming up on the uh, show today on Fantasy BFFs? Yes, yeah, so on the BFFs, on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube channel, we're finishing up our team previews. We're going into the Kansas City Chiefs and the Oakland Raiders today. We're obviously going to be talking about Josh Jacobs, Damian Williams, Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Kill, Travis Kelsey, all these guys. Uh, we basically have gone through every team so far, every division, and we're uh, finishing up today with the AFC West, the Chiefs and the Raiders. That's in the first hour. Myself, Craig Sussman, and Eric Young. And then in the second hour, we'll talk about some NFL training camp stuff, some uh, the MLB betting slate for tonight, and of course, we'll give out our best bets of the night. Okay, look forward to it. Frank, thank you, man. I know you have a show coming up. I appreciate you coming on. I wanted your opinion on a couple things. So thanks for appearing on the show today. We'll look forward to your show later today. Thanks again. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me, Craig. All right, Frank Stanfield joining us. Fantasy BFFs coming up in just a couple of minutes. Uh, I'll do the Friday baseball slate coming up in a bit. I did want to give you a few streaming options here on the show it's important to me for you guys to know that uh my uh, baseball still continues so we'll do that next and we'll have more fantasy sports today for you coming up with some fantasy football as well don't go anywhere your money where your mouth is and take a shot by opening a sports wagering account with FanDuel, New Jersey's largest sports book. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid where you'll receive a free bet of up to $500. That's a free bet of up to $500 when you open a sports wagering account at FanDuel.com slash grid. Point spreads, game totals, props, parlays, and in-game wagering on college and pro sports, and you're in control. Go to FanDuel.com slash grid. Open your new account and claim your free wager of up to $500 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details.
Searching for an outdoor oasis but don't have time to catch a flight? Join us in the heart of Midtown at Versa, packed with good vibes, great views, and service unmatched. Fully stocked with five bars throughout the venue. Aside from our stellar dining menu, Tuesday through Friday, our culinary team has curated a delectable rotation of food activations to be featured on our patio from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Join us for nonstop fun on one of New York City's largest patios as rooftop season is finally upon us. Located at 215 West 35th Street, New York, New York. Official partners of the New York Knicks and the New York Rangers. Listen to what Chris said about Andro 400. I've lost almost 40 pounds in 10 weeks. My son was getting married, and when I went for the suit fitting, I was a size 48. And when I went back to do the final fitting, I was a 44. I have more energy, that's for sure. I probably lost four inches around my belly. I'm 57, and I'm back when I was in my 30s. Here's what Dwayne said about Andro 400. This product really works. I'm an old guy, and I don't trust nobody. And I've tried all kinds of stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible. Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or Call 888-400-0435, 888-400-0435, andro400.com. Are you single? Everyone single is looking for the best date possible. Well, I found one website that can find you the best date, and it's called thebestdate100.com. Just go there and log in for your free trial and see if you can find your new and maybe last best date. Remember, you can find the best date of your life at thebestdate100. That's the best date 100.com. One more time, the best date 100.com. The morning line turn to boxing, where we've got a hundred year old guy ended up uh, ended up fighting and beating a undefeated former undefeated guy that's ten years older than him. That's Manny Pacquiao comes out of retirement, and it just I have no I every time this guy comes out of retirement, he ends up pushing somebody closer to it. It's crazy to me uh, that people actually paid money to watch this fight weekdays six to seven a.m. Eastern on the FNTSY Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. It is Fantasy Sports Today. Craig Mish back with you as uh, we're going to mix in a little fantasy football here on this segment. As uh, as I promised, we'll continue. About 90% of our content will be baseball all the way through uh, Major League Baseball trade deadline. And um, for those of you who you know follow the show, you'll always get baseball advice here. You know how to find me at Craig Mish on Twitter at FNTSY Radio. But uh, the the good people who run this here, by the way, have I mean, with uh, they honestly, they have given me carte blanche on this show to cover all content, however I want to do the show, however I want to make the show click. And I'm so thankful for that. As a huge change from what I used to have. And that's not to say that one thing is better than another, but I have been doing radio and television longer than anyone at any of the places that I've been, and it's just a fact. And so I have my opinions. I think that there are smarter people than me in this industry without question, but I have strong opinions as to how I think content should be covered. And so therefore, uh, we will continue to do baseball all the way through the 5th of August. Starting the 5th of August, 
Uh, this show will transition into probably a split of both baseball and football. Now, if I get backlash from people who are listening and they want more baseball, sure, we'll do that. If if it's converse that you guys feel like at that point you want to do more football, I will do that too. It's about you. I have always made my shows about my listeners and my subscribers, and I will continue to do that. So you can always reach out to me at Craig Mish. Let me know what you think. Uh, my personal website is craigmish.com. I don't even ever give that on the air. My email address is there. Okay, so... You tell me what you want to hear. You dictate how you want the content. And however you, as Mike Cardano would say, want to consume it, and I will deliver it in that way. But there's no getting around the fact that the baseball trade deadline is next Wednesday. It's going to affect fantasy in a big way. If it's wild, I ain't going to ignore it. So let's run through that and run through all the way next week. And then come August the 5th, we'll transition over to more of a football content type show by keeping baseball around also throughout the full month of August. But that being said, I think Sean's show is, uh, he did a really nice job getting some pretty big guests on his program. And so earlier this week, he had a chance to catch up with uh, former quarterback Joe Theismann, arguably the best quarterback in Washington Redskins history. And they ended up drafting a quarterback in Dwayne Haskins. Will we see him this year? Will we not? Which way are the Redskins going with that? Sean had a chance to catch up with the former NFL MVP on that subject. I, I like an awful lot about him physically. Uh, you don't know the comprehension part of it. You don't know what it's going to look like when he gets on the field and things are moving a lot faster than OTAs or mini camps, and he gets an a- opportunity to be able to digest the complete offense. So those are all things that are up in the air. But physically, he throws the ball well. Moves better, I think, than most people give him credit for. Uh, throws an excellent ball down the field. And these, these are all very they're pluses, but there's, you know, you just don't know about the, the transition from 13 games of college football into professional fall where the speed of the game changes, the complexity of defenses change, the pressure changes. So many that are so different, and young men don't understand that. That's why I look at the way Pat Mahomes was able to, yeah. to sort of work himself in. Sit a year, wait a year, understand the game, understand how to prepare, understand how to prepare for games, understand the offense, let the players get to know you, let the coaches get to know you, and then be able to, to legitimately compete for a starting job. I know Jay has said, you know, you draft a kid number one, you know, you, you hope he can play, but... You also have to temper that at the quarterback position because I always think of Peyton Manning. In his rookie season, he threw 29 interceptions. Um, wow. And we're talking, about, we're talking about one of the top, probably, you know, people say he's the best. I think Tom Brady's the best. So let's say he's top one, two, or three uh, at his position. And still he struggled in his rookie season. So that is, uh, that's basically what I use as a barometer. Okay. Uh, Sean, you did the interview with Joe Theismann. Um, I mean, do you think that, that Haskins should start from day one? Absolutely. A hundred percent. Case Keenum or Colt McCoy. Uh, if you draft a, a quarterback in the first round these days, especially in the first half of the first round, definitely from day one they should start. Because are the Redskins going anywhere this year? Probably not. It's best to get him some experience so in year two and year three they could – contend for a playoff spot yeah and and i i mean i I have to agree with you 
And and this isn't a season where the backup quarterback is in a position where Washington can compete, where they could go ten and six, right? And hold and hold on, you know, like Baker Mayfield last year, like like Cleveland went in with Taylor, I think it was, yes, was it right Tyrod Taylor, yeah, right. And and they got to, and he got hurt, I think also, but it got to a point where you know Cleveland made a midseason switch and then they gelled and it looked like they had a chance for the playoffs. They didn't get there, but Washington is not in Cleveland's situation. They don't have they don't have the talent around them like Cleveland did or like Cleveland does they had Chubb they had Jarvis Landry they had some decent pieces there Callaway I think also um so yeah I made the mistake last year with Josh Allen he didn't start from week one and uh, yeah he didn't and they may have made and they may have have had a better season with with him in there right who did who did Buffalo was it Fitzpatrick who who did Buffalo Peterman who started oh my gosh (laughs) Peterman was it um was it the two years ago? Wasn't Peterman fighting with someone else for that job? Yeah, last two year? years ago, he subbed in. He for threw a lot of Tyrod yeah. Taylor, yeah, with against the Rams. It was but awful. Buffalo, I thought he was fighting Peterman with somebody else at the beginning of the year last yes, year. Yes, he was. Uh, it was uh, uh, Anderson, Derek Anderson. Oh my gosh, that's that's all they had last year at starting quarterback. I yeah, feel like Buffalo yeah. had a different guy. And Mar- Matt Barkley started uh, later on in the year too at quarterback. Oh. They had a lot of quarterbacks last year. Are you a Bills fan? Yes, yes, I am. I think I saw that about you. How did that happen? Were you from upstate New York? No, no, no. I grew up in the city. Uh, my two older brothers are Bills fans. No, yeah, well, there you How go. they became Bills fans? That's a, we don't know. No one knows. No one really. Knows my father the was a Tom Landry fan of mm-hmm. Cowboys, but then uh, Jerry Jones took over the organization and you know got rid of Tom Landry. He didn't like that, so he changed uh, allegiances after that. So okay, yeah. I, for some reason, I'm 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 blanking, but I feel like Buffalo. Hold on a second. 2018 Buffalo Bills results. Okay, I want to go through this here for a second. You, you're, look, you know, you know the Bills, so you're probably right. But um, let's see here. Uh, so 2018, they started off. Oh my gosh, you're right here. They didn't have anybody at quarterback. How's that possible? How's that possible that they even thought that would be a good idea? And then they rallied later in the year. Derek Anderson, Matt Barkley. Yikes. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, it's brutal. It's brutal. Yeah. Okay. Uh, moving on, the Cowboys have a pretty good quarterback, but the offensive line may be a little bit of an issue with some of the things they have going on there. Zeke Elliott's obviously holding out. Sean, on his show, also had a chance to catch up with one of the greatest Cowboys wide receivers of all time in Drew Pearson. They started off by talking about their key offensive linemen. Oh, absolutely. Uh, the, you know, they, they wouldn't put him out there if, they, if that wasn't the, uh, the, the diagnosis at this point. Uh, what he's going to bring is he's going to bring the cohesiveness to that offensive line. Looney did a great job last year. There's no question about that, but he's not Travis Frederick, you know, and Travis Frederick's of the nature that he knows the position so well, you know, he can help the other guys and make sure they got their assignments down. So I think he'll bring that cohesiveness. They say he's going to be in training camp. They don't have him on the PUP uh, list, Mm -hmm. uh, and he's going to be a full participant participate in tra- training camp. And what a great guy he is, man. You know, with Coach Landry, we found guys that were high-character guys that had some intelligence and passion for the game and some talent as well. And, I, I, you know, that's what it takes to win. And I think the Cowboys are starting to see that and bringing those guys, kind of guys in. And even with Jason Witten coming back, you know, that's a plus as far as the locker room is concerned, as far as the offensive line blocking is concerned, because he's a great blocker. And then as a receiver, especially around in the red zone. So uh, hopefully uh, Travis Frederick will come back at full speed and be the guy that he was when he left. 
Drew, only have about 30, 35 seconds here. Uh, the Eagles are... That's all I need. <laughs> the, Get the Hail Mary. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's, yeah. You don't need yes, that much sir. time. Believe me, you, you, <laughs> you get down there very quickly. All right, the Eagles are the favorites, according to most people, in the AFC, uh, the NFC East. Should the Cowboys be? Do they have it right, yeah. the Eagles? Yes, they yeah, they are. They're the defending champs, you know. Uh, no one has won back-to-back East titles in quite some time, so uh, maybe they're thinking that way. But the Cowboys have won the East the last uh, two or three years, so I think they should be the, the favorite, no doubt. All right, so uh, there was Drew Pearson. He says the Cowboys are the favorite, Sean, in the uh, in the NFC East. I, I, look, I don't think it's completely unreasonable, you know. I don't, I don't think it's so far off. I agree with you. But, 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 you know, you gotta look, go Eagles, I, mean, right? I, I mean, listen, if, if put it this way, at, I would, and with, and first of all, great job by getting those guests, but Thank with you. respect, with respect to Drew Pearson, if, and you didn't have the opportunity because we didn't know, but if I brought Drew Pearson back on the show today and I would be respectful about it, like I am with all my other guests, what I would have said is, okay, well now, Drew, you know that Elliot's holding out too. Do you still feel this way? Like, if this guy doesn't play, do you still feel that that, that is a chance? Because they Probably cannot say, have yeah, yeah, right. Because yeah. Yeah, you cannot have that. You cannot have that. If, if, if Zeke is out, I mean, you saw what happened the last time. Zeke yes, yes. <laughs> That's okay. a different player as well. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. But, but look, you, you, he's got to answer that way. <laughs> when he was at, wasn't he at the draft screaming? How about that? The Cowboys yes, yes, that point? was yeah, yeah, yeah. That was him. That was him yep, too. Yep. But either way, it's good to get former uh, players on, and and those two were in my my wheelhouse in the eighties for sure. All right, uh, let's take a quick time out. What we'll do is we'll bring in uh, Matt Sells coming up, and Matt's going to talk about baseball, football, and NASCAR. Yes, some NASCAR on the show too. You're listening to Fantasy Sports Today. I am Craig Mish, and we'll be back in just a couple of minutes. Don't go away. DailyRoto.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice. We play every day. All major sports, all year round, we never stop. Industry-leading DFS tools and custom projections. And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer. In minutes, build an optimized lineup for cash games and tourneys. Learn from the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com. Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion, 2017 World Number One. Me personally, I keep my game face on me all the time. Especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Then call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 immediately. That's 800-955-3793. Page Publishing is looking for authors of all types of books. And unlike most publishers, Page Publishing will take the time to review each and every book submitted to them and give you their feedback. If they like what they read, they'll get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, the Apple iTunes Store, Barnes & Noble, and other outlets. They 
They handle everything. Editing, cover design, copyright protection, printing, publicity, and distribution. So if you've written a novel, children's book, cookbook, inspirational work, poetry, or a biography and want to get it published, then you need to call Page Publishing and do it immediately. Call 800-955-3793 now for your free author submission kit. Again, for your free author submission kit, call 800-955-3793. That's 800-955-3793. Your road to fame and fortune could very well start with this simple phone call. Call Page Publishing at 800-955-3793 for your free author submission kit. The Fantasy Sports Network is ready to take you out to the ballgame. Our experts and analysts are following the boys of summer through all 162 games of the 2019 MLB season with the best fantasy baseball analysis in the industry. Catch the latest news and notes every day to help you win your fantasy leagues and your DFS tournaments. We'll always want you back listening and watching the Fantasy Sports Network on the FNTSY radio app and the FNTSY YouTube channel. The Fantasy Sports Network, where we're root, root, rooting for your fantasy baseball team. Do you want two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? If so, go to pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Open yourself up a PointsBet sports wagering account. Enter the promo code GRID and you'll get two risk-free bets of up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBets also offers its own betting concept where customers, they're rewarded by how much they win their bet. That's pointsbet.com forward slash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets of up to $1,000 today. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. Back Fantasy Sports Today. My next guest, you can follow his work at Fantasy Alarm on Twitter at the Selzman, T-H-E-S-E-L-Z-M-A-N. Matt Sells, the fantasy NASCAR writer of the year. We'll dive into some NASCAR, believe it or not, uh, at the end of this. But first, let's bring in Matt, talk some baseball, mix in some football, and then uh, Matt's got a big weekend ahead. Uh, Matt, thanks for coming on. How was uh, your trip to Cooperstown, by the way? How did that go? Uh, it was pretty awesome. You know, I got to see a couple of my childhood and teenage heroes go in in uh, Momo and Lucina. So that was pretty cool. Seeing Halliday go in uh, posthumously was also uh, well, pretty cool to see. So overall, it was a good weekend. The kids and the wife enjoyed their first trip to Cooperstown. And uh, yeah. Good times. Now, now, did you drive from Nebraska to New York? Uh, we did. Yeah, we drove. It's thirteen hundred miles from Lincoln, Nebraska, to Cooperstown, New York. Wow! Wow! Uh, it was so. so it was did you make fun. it? Did you? I was gonna say, did you make it into like a family road trip, stopping and things like that? We did because uh, we actually drive right through Chicago on the way, and the wife, uh, interestingly enough, had never been to Chicago, so we took a day uh, and and drove around Wrigley Field. Didn't do the tour. Uh, it's you know, it gets a little steep when you got four people mm-hmm. doing a tour. Uh, did the zoo there? Drove through downtown, uh, and then you know made our way to to Cooperstown. So that was Good. that was pretty fun. Well, listen, uh, I think it's great, and and some great speeches that you saw by the way too. Um, okay, so uh, Matt, we're we're heading toward the trade deadline here. I'll start with the young kids, the rookies. Do you think we've seen the best of of what's come up yet? Is there still a chance that we see a player or two? called up that has any kind of fantasy impact or is that over i i'm looking at the august 31st trade deadline being gone matt and wondering if teams are going to have to use some of their kids this go around because they're not going to be able to make trades after next week how do you see this yeah i think there's a couple of impact guys that will still come up um of course it all depends on who gets dealt in packages and who doesn't obviously but there are a few impact guys um 
Now their impact will be uh, downgraded some because obviously we're running up against the clock. There's really only like two months left of the season uh, after next week's trade deadline. So uh, Kyle Tucker comes to mind because at this point you can basically be assured that he's a trade target in anything that the Astros are doing. Uh, rumors are that they are the busiest team calling the Mets, trying to get Syndergaard uh, to back up Berlander and Cole. And you would assume that it would take Kyle Tucker to get Syndergaard from the Mets. And if that's the case, then, you know, he has nothing left to prove at AAA, so the Mets might call him up and, and fill some holes in their outfield with him. Um, you know, Bo Bichette, guy from the Blue Jays, probably comes up after the trade deadline. There's not really anything left for him to prove in the minors at this point either. Those are the main two guys we're looking at as impact players at this point. Matt Sells is uh, with us here covering baseball and football over at uh, at Fantasy Alarm. Um, what about trades here? I've I've touched on my, a couple of my guests with trades. Syndergaard is the name, you know. Uh, Stroman, I, I feel like Stroman may be the biggest name of any of them traded, but Matt, last year we saw uh, Fam get moved for Archer. That kind of came out of nowhere at the last minute. Do you, you feel like anything like that happens this coming week, or will it be slow? Will it be fast? Will it be impact fantasy guys moved? Yes, no, maybe? Somewhere in between. I think I think the biggest surprise is actually going to be Charlie Blackman being moved. Hmm. I think Charlie Blackman's actually going to get moved. He's been, the Rockies have thrown him out there saying, hey, we're listening. And yeah, as uh, any GM will tell you, they listen to everybody. But to be fair, there's nobody else on that roster that they've said, hey, we're listening on deals about. So, you know, they've got kind of a crowded outfield situation going on. He's under team control for the next few years and then has a couple of cheaper player option years. And there are contenders that could use a quality outfield bat. Now it's going to take a little bit of digging for people to figure out if he can play outside of cores. Because if you look at his splits the last two years, his batting average outside of cores in 2017 or 2018 and this year are like 100 to 150 points lower than they are in cores. But I think there are enough teams that can put together a package that could go get Charlie Blackman and be an impact bat moved at the deadline. Yeah, would that be a bad trade for for people who own Blackman? Because, uh, man, I mean, losing cores from him is is like losing a player almost. But uh, well, I, I mean, it depends on it yeah. depends on where he goes. Because, like for example, I wrote up uh, or talked about in the Fantasy Alarm podcast earlier this week some some trade targets, and, and Charlie Blackman was the key guy. And I said one of the one of the main fits for him would be Philadelphia because they need a solid third outfielder. They haven't been able to fill, fill center field basically all year. They had McCutcheon, and then he got injured, and then Adubel Herrera stepped in, and then he decided to have a domestic abuse incident. And so they, they need a third outfielder if they're really going to try to make a run for the wild card or that division. And they've got some prospects they could deal. And if he goes to Philadelphia, that's a fairly hitter-friendly park. I mean, we were all salivating over – Bryce going to Philadelphia and Rio Muto going to Philadelphia and right. you know, the other big guys that you know they have in that lineup. So if he goes there, then yeah. But if he goes to, I don't know, like let's say for sake of argument, San Diego makes a move, which I don't or, think they will. Or, or, or Matty or Cleveland, you know, I mean Cleveland or could Cleveland, yeah. 
Yeah, or let's say the Nationals, because the Nationals could be looking to, to backfill an outfield spot to fill in for Adam Eaton because he's a free agent at the end of the year. If he goes there, that's a much fairer park to hit in than anywhere else he would wind up. So yeah. it depends on where he goes. Yeah, Blackman, by the way, owed $21 million in 2020, $21 million in 2021. He's got a player option, which I assume he'll pick up at $21 million for 2022. But you know what? Not completely unreasonable given given who he is and given the market. I don't think that deal will look good in 2022, honestly, Matt. But uh, but you know what? For two or three years, for a team trying to compete, I, I don't think it's horrible. I've I've seen a lot worse, and so I think you're right. A fair point brought up by uh, Matt Sells. Uh, Matt, football is is kind of kicking in. I know for you over and you guys at Fantasy Alarm, and and certainly for us here. On FNTSY, there was uh, a note today that the Giants lost one of their wide receivers, Corey Coleman, for the season. They've already lost uh, Sterling Shepard, it looks like, for at least the preseason, although the injury is now and it is a finger. And so hypothetically, uh, you know, a month from now, the season hasn't even started yet, so he could play. Is this just because there's not a lot of news going on that we should focus on this, or do you think that there's some legitimate concern here for the Giants? Um, I mean, for... The Giants, the only real fantasy threat on that offense is Saquon Barkley. Uh, and I don't believe that this is going to change anything to deal with Saquon Barkley because look at all the drama they had last year, and he still put up just crazy numbers. Um, but, you know, Sterling Shepard is a quality receiver. If he can get back in time for week one, that helps. He could be a wide receiver three or four, depending on your format. But, you know, overall, Eli Manning doesn't have really any fantasy value at this point. Yeah. Um, the, the the whole rest of that roster is just uh, abysmal. So it might put a little bit more pressure on Saquon Barkley, but we saw how he dealt with that last year when they were still putting nine guys in a box against him, and he, he, they couldn't stop him. All right. Um, let's end this with Matt Sells. For those of you who uh, don't, really cover NASCAR or follow NASCAR. I don't blame you. I don't either. But to be honest with you, Matt is one of the best analysts and writers as it pertains to NASCAR, and he won the FSWA, which is now FSGA, award for the best writer in the country this weekend coming up on Sunday, July 28th, twelve fifteen Eastern in uh, Pennsylvania. It's the uh, Gander RV400 Pocono Raceway. Kyle Busch is the favorite, at least according to the uh, Westgate in Las Vegas. So how do you see this happening? If, if you're interested in, in wagering on this thing, Matt, I don't know what you would recommend, so let's throw out a couple of options here. We've got Bush at 5-2, to two, Keselowski 5-1, to one, Truex Jr. 5-1, to one, and Harvick 5-1. to one. Seems like it's a wide-open field, at least among the, the favorites here. Yeah, it's a little surprising to see that many guys that close to Kyle Busch. Um, Kyle Busch has won three of the last four races at Pocono. Raceway, including two the last two July races. They race twice a year here. They race once in June and once in July. They're about six weeks apart. But he's won. He won this race uh, the last two years, and then won this June's race as well. So to have you know four guys with that close of odds, I'm still probably going to hedge as Kyle Busch as the favorite. But Kevin Harvick at five to one is pretty nice too because he's got four top five finishes in the last five July races here. A couple of those are runner-ups. He's coming off his first win of the season at New Hampshire last week, so there's some thought he's got his mojo going. Uh, that could open a can of, you know, 
can of worms for him, and he could go on on a run, which we've seen happen with other drivers. So I like those two guys as, as the favorites this week in Kevin Harvick and Kyle Busch. Matt, thanks as always for coming on. Really appreciate it. I know we'll catch up soon. Uh, enjoy your weekend back with the family in uh, Nebraska, and then we will uh, we'll talk next week as we get uh, this this baseball trade deadline rocking and rolling. Okay. Sounds good, Craig. All right, Matt sells with us. You can follow him on Twitter at the Salesman. And honestly, I wish I knew more about NASCAR so I could give you my my opinion. Many years ago, I used to follow it more closely. They had the championship here at Homestead Miami Speedway. I used to go see uh, uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Dale Jarrett, uh, Jeff Gordon. I'm trying to think who else. Uh, Michael Waltrip. Kyle Busch was around. But it, a different kind of era for me there. And I got to know the Mark Martin, those guys a little bit. And now that they're all kind of gone... It's relearning who the drivers are again for me and, and relearning who they're driving for. And I have kind of made a sports decision a little bit in my life, for those of you who haven't heard me tell this story before, is in my younger days, in the old Sean Guasmachia days, I used to follow all sports and the NBA and CFL. I mean, I was just a nut. I'd watch sports 24 hours a day, seven days a week. But now I have to – look, you, you have to make decisions if you're going to be a Little League baseball coach. Like, you know what? Like, you, you, you have to make baseball? some – Of course. Oh, that's so much work. Wow. How do you yeah, do that? Uh, uh, you, you my have brother to, you does have that to have, for his son. Oh, my God. You know how much work that is? Married, kids. You know how many jobs I have? And so <laughs> the, the, fir- the first thing that had to – I mean, aside from NASCAR and watching so – I used to watch it on the weekends – is I had to eliminate something. And I know that this is going to sound terrible because I know there are a lot of NBA fans out there. I'm not saying I eliminated the NBA completely, but I used to have a dumb fascination and addiction to fantasy basketball and watching the games at 10 o'clock at night. on these. And I, and I quit it. I stopped. I'm like, you know what? I have to cut Portland, the Clippers. I, like, I, I got to cut it off. I, I just, I'm not a late-night NBA guy anymore. So all of my emphasis now in this order, is this. Baseball, right, and fantasy baseball, fantasy and, and, and reporting on baseball. You guys know that by now if you know anything about me. Reporting on the Marlins, uh, fantasy baseball show host, podcast show host, baseball, 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 and then all of the rest is on college football and pro football. <laughs> that's it. it. That's all of the emphasis as to where it is. And then my life as to what I do. Like, this, like again... The second I get done with this show here, Sean, is it golf camp today? No, it is not. It is going to cover the Marlins and Diamondbacks, getting in their pregame, doing the interviews, getting ready for the night game, getting ready for my podcast. I mean, this is getting ready for the trade deadline. It just never ends. Some things have to get cut off. Unfortunately, those are some of them. Coming up next, a little exit velocity, and then we'll turn it over to Ronis and Roto as full-time fantasy is up next, and we close out this week of FFST. Don't go away.
The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last for years. So call 800-869-5446 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-869-5446 now. That's 800-869-5446 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-869-5446 now. Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience. Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source.com score total visits. DailyRoto.com Learn from the game's best DFS players We don't just give you premier advice We play every day All major sports, all year round We never stop Industry leading DFS tools and custom projections And now, the DailyRoto.com Optimizer In minutes, build an optimized lineup For cash games and tourneys Learn from the game's best DFS players Join DailyRoto.com you know, as an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently. I sure feel that way. That's why there's Nasacort. It's different, too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms. My antihistamine doesn't do that? None of them do. Oh, that is different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour relief. So even if I'm wired differently... Nasacort stops more of what makes you miserable. Use as directed. Hi, I'm Keith Urban. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. But they need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives schools with programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help, we can keep music alive in our schools and give all kids the education they deserve. Visit mhopus.org now to find out how you can help. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish. All right, welcome back. Time for a little Fantasy Sports Today as we get ready to wrap this thing up. How did we do on our uh, poll today here on our uh, on You Make the Call? My bad. I've neglected that one here. So let's pull it up. Uh, FNTSY. All right, the poll says... Wow, a lot of a lot of tweets have been put. Been, okay, you make the call. Thank you very much. Uh, you, uh, which shortstop had a better fantasy baseball career? You guys voted. Seventy-one percent say Miguel Tejada had a better fantasy career than Troy Tulowitzki. I would agree. I would agree. Yeah, Tejada had an MVP season, uh, had several big power seasons with Oakland and then with Baltimore. So I would agree with that. Okay, let's end the show with a little exit velocity. I feel the need. 
exit velocity. Nice velocity. All right, we end the show today with a little uh, discussion about the trade deadline here on the 31st, a little exit velocity. Let me say this, and let me, let me make sure you guys understand this very clearly. Uh, baseball clearly behind in popularity in the NFL. Baseball clearly behind in terms of free agency with uh, the NBA, probably the NFL as well. What used to be the hot stove got went cold. It was cold all last offseason. And here we are again. And the trade deadline is the 31st, and everybody wants trades. Everybody wants things to happen. I get it. I understand it. But I will tell you this. All of that stuff of baseball not being popular and not being fun and the game is fading, yada, 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 whatever, that could all go away, guys, if the 31st turns out to be some monumental day with 30, 40, 50 players being traded. So you got to hang tight on this one. And remember, it is better for baseball to have all these deals happen at once and create a monster day of trading than it is to have it all staggered out over the course of five, six days. Remember what the NBA was like for about 48 hours. And then, of course, Kawhi Leonard was a week later. But remember what that was like. Imagine that if it is indeed coming on the 31st. I don't know that it is, but I am just making that suggestion to you. Don't freak out. Let's let this thing play out, and then we'll judge it next week. Thanks again to Sean for producing this program all week long. Really appreciate his participation. Thanks again to Frank Stamfel. Thanks again to Michael Waldo and Matt Sells for being guests on this show. Full-time Fantasy is next. I'm Craig Mish. Have a great weekend, everybody. I'll talk to you on Monday at noon. See ya! Couldn't catch the live show? Yes. Make sure to download our podcast at the FNTSY Sports Network Audio Boom channel. Oh, super! <laughs> 